Welcome to the Andrew Scutt Show. Today I had the pleasure of speaking with Matt Ostinick. Matt does a lot of things, but his most recent project that we discussed is called Grateful. It's a platform for businesses and individuals to connect with local nonprofit organizations. So, pretty cool stuff. So, uh, without further ado, here we go. All right, Matt, we are now live. Awesome. Great to Good be to here. Have you here. Yeah, thanks for inviting me today. Absolutely. I've been so looking forward to our conversation uh, after doing a little bit of digging on Grateful and, and you know, everything you're doing. And um, I can't wait to hear more about it. But uh, first, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And again, I appreciate the invitation to be here today. So I'm Matt Ostinick. I'm the founder of Grateful. I'm a experienced um, technology founder. Started a couple previous software companies, but I started Grateful two years ago and uh, really pleased to connect with you and have a chance to talk more today. Yeah, I'm excited as well. So do you want to uh, start off by just giving us a, a rundown of kind of what Grateful is, um, where you got the idea maybe? Yeah, so Grateful is a new platform for charitable giving. It's a mobile app and we have a web browser version as well. But our main offering are what we call Grateful Cards, which are charitable giving cards that individuals and businesses can share with others. So you put money on a Grateful Card. It's a gift card, but it's a virtual gift card. And others that receive it can then pick which nonprofits to give those dollars to. So we work with individuals that share them as gifts for others. Uh, but we particularly work with businesses that share it with employees and with customers they work with. It's an awesome way to say thank you, to share gratitude with others, and um, to really support some awesome local nonprofits all across the country that are doing amazing work, whether you're in Syracuse or Des Moines or any other city in the country. There's just so many great groups that particularly in today's world could use additional help as well. So I started Grateful two years ago, uh, and the initial impetus for it was I personally wanted a an app to help with my personal charitable giving. My wife and I have always supported local nonprofits. We give to groups that we care about, but I always thought it'd be super cool to have an app that would let you see more of the impact and also help you find new groups that you might be interested in, right? Like if you care about hunger, what if there was a way to show you additional or new nonprofits near you that are doing great work with uh, hunger related causes that you could find and give to? So that's how it started. But as I started when I launched an initial version of it and started testing it with users, we found there was a great use case with businesses, as I mentioned as well, with employees and with customers. Uh, there's just so many people that care about giving that this is a great additional way to support it using current technology, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I imagine that it would get people to, you know, donate money to something that might not otherwise, right? Like um, for a for a business that, that you work with, like how does that trickle down to the employees of the business and, and what they can do with that money? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. So one of our uh, early customers for it was, and still is today, uh, an engineering firm called KCL Engineering. So um, medium-sized business, about 40 employees. They do like mechanical electrical engineering work for building design, uh, but they're a charitable company they give already. But when their owner uh, and CEO saw Grateful, he got very excited about it and decided to start using it with his employees. And so they actually put money in every quarter for each of their employees on these Grateful cards. And the employees can then pick nonprofits that they care about, uh, either specific groups that they already give to personally 
or they can pick general categories and the app will give suggestions and help to match them with new groups and categories that they care about as well. But it's a really cool way to further democratize their company's charitable giving because um, you know, in many businesses that already give, the business owner typically picks something to give to, which is cool and works, but this is a way to get all of your people engaged in it as well. And what I've really found in talking with so many different people across the country that care about supporting nonprofits, like everybody has different stuff that pulls at their own heartstrings based on their personal experiences, right? Whether you care about hunger or the environment or animals or veterans or racial justice or a million other topics, the stuff that resonates with you personally, this allows you to go in and pick those types of causes and give to them. Uh, and when a company does it with their people or their customers, it's a great way to honestly enhance the emotional connections between that business and that brand and the people that they're sharing the grateful cards with. Um, it's, a, it's a way to show how your business is acting as a force for good, which in today's world, we need more of that. Uh, but it also is a way to say, hey, I care about you enough as an employee uh, or as a customer of ours to give to something that you care about to let you pick as well. So it really kind of deepens that emotional bond and shows that additional level of caring and support and acting as a force for good, if that makes sense, too. Yeah, yeah. No, that does make sense. I think it was uh, beautifully put the way you said it democratizes uh, giving because like I'm sure, you know, companies give to charities of their choice or, you know, the board's choice or whatever. But um, to be able to just give money to your employees that they can give to whatever, you know, cause they want is probably makes, you know, the employees just feel a lot more empowered, right? Yes, yes. And it does the same effect with customers and clients. It's an additional way to say thank you, no matter what type of business that you're in as well. If you look at um, what, how big companies do these types of things, right? I mean, look at uh, Amazon and their Amazon Smile program, which many people are aware of, right? Where you can go pick uh, charities to receive a small percent of each purchase you make on Amazon. Well, I mean, Amazon's incredibly smart about how they do these things, right? Like they, they do that type of program to give back, but they also do it because that grows their platform and grows their customer base and is a great way to say thank you while supporting local nonprofits. Um, you know, not everybody is, has the resources that an Amazon has to launch a program like that, but Grateful allows businesses to do a very similar thing with their customers and their employees as well. And it helps you build your brand and grow your business while supporting great local nonprofits too. Yeah, no, I love that. And I imagine it would be, you know, something that you know, as somebody who's looking at jobs right now, like would be in the, in the benefits package, right? Like you get a certain amount of money to, to contribute to a, a local nonprofit of your choice. Is that kind of how it's presented or how, how do businesses kind of leverage that, I guess? Yeah, question. absolutely. I think for attracting the right kind of people as employees where giving and caring is part of their culture, uh, they certainly want to attract people like that to work with them. And this is a great way to show how they're doing that. It's another tool in a fiercely competitive job market right now where there's not enough people to go around for all the needs uh, the companies have. Like there literally are more job openings than there are people saying that they're seeking work, right? Uh, so this is another way for companies to differentiate and stand out on that. But yeah, it's a way, what we see with a lot of people that use Grateful Cards, like recipients of them, you can donate all the money to one nonprofit, but oftentimes it's shared across three, four, five, six different nonprofits over the course of a year as well. So it's a way to support multiple groups, just depending on what your personal interests are and what you want to give to support as well. And that's an awesome differentiator too. Yeah, that's fantastic. And um, wow, so really putting the power in the hands of the people, right? That's 
that's cool. Um, I do know that I, I, I read that you uh, recently in the last six months or so changed the name from given to, to grateful. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about why you made that change? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. And glad, glad you caught that. So when I first uh, so a little bit of the backstory uh, on Grateful, we're recording this in mid 2021, right? Uh, I launched this two years ago. Um, and initially, it was kind of a one person project, me working on it for the first year with an uh, MVP or minimum viable product. About a year ago, uh, I started putting a team together in place with it. And we've got an awesome team of about 25 people that have contributed to grow given now grateful today. Uh, initially, we were running it as a, a pilot just in the Des Moines, Iowa area where I'm located. But starting in early 2021, we started marketing it nationwide, both to nonprofits and to businesses nationwide. But we, in the middle of that, as you mentioned, we did a name change as well. So initially, the name I had picked for it was given, which kind of is an, uh, a reference to the famous quote, right? To those who much is given, much is expected. Uh, famous JFK quote, others get credit for it, tied back to some biblical verses as well. Like there's kind of multiple sources for that theme, but I think that resonates with a lot of people and definitely resonates with me personally, which is why uh, the original name came up. But as we, there were several different things that happened with it, but one of the reasons for the name change was that uh, given is a, a great word. It was a unique word, but it also was a little bit passive emotionally. Uh, and when we were going through the process, uh, we had some other things that factored into this last year, but we were going through a process last fall to consider different name options. Uh, and we started having conversations around why do people give? You know, Why do people care about charities and nonprofits? And in general, why do people choose to give to others and share kindness with others, right? And one of the common themes that come up when you ask people, hey, why do you give to nonprofits? Why do you care in general? Gratitude and gratefulness like comes up consistently in those types of conversations as an incredibly important value. Uh, and it was really cool to actually see how much that came up. Uh, and it certainly resonated with me personally as the founder of it, like why I'm choosing to pour my time and effort into building this as well, a sense of gratitude and gratefulness uh, for the things I've got in my life and the businesses I've built in the past. And um, it seemed like it was just a great value to focus on. So our conversation as a team, as we were brainstorming around ideas, kind of shifted into what if we just called it grateful? I mean, it seems like that resonates with so many people. Uh, and that's ultimately why we why we picked that as the new name and launched that new brand in January. And I'll be honest, I was a little bit nervous around it. Anytime you launch something new or go through a name change, it's like, are people, is this going to resonate? Are people going to like it? Is this the right decision or not? You can spend a lot of time on market analysis on it, but you don't really know till you get it out there in the market. Uh, and I've just been blown away by the amount of support and positive commentary that we've gotten on the grateful name as well. Like it really strikes a chord with many, many people. Uh, even just earlier today, I was on a conversation with a, a business CEO who I'd met for the first time and was telling him about Grateful. And he was just talking about the importance of gratitude in his life and his business's culture as well. And I hear comments like that all the time in the conversations that I, I get to have with different businesses across the country. Uh, it just, it really resonates. It strikes, again, strikes a chord, uh, particularly in today's day and age uh, with many, many people as well. So we've been thrilled by the response to the name and it really seems to have a a special place out there in terms of the, you know, the types of things that people are looking for and thinking about in today's world, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It sounds like uh, you went about it the right way. I mean, like you said, you had a lot of conversations with people and that was a common theme. So it sounds like you made a pretty calculated bet with that, at least. 
yeah, it, it calculated, but also gut and both of those, both of those worked out. It's been a real, the name has been a real blessing for us. And we're very fortunate to have it. And of course, we're not the only organization that uses the word grateful or gratitude in our name. There are many others when you go look at it, but proud to be part of that family and proud to be sharing, sharing those sentiments and building a brand around it. Yeah. So, yeah. So you um, mentioned in, in the last couple of minutes here that um, building in the last couple of years and you started out and it was just you. Can, can you speak to a little bit about how the whole thing like came together? Because I know you're a busy guy and um, <laughs> I know you I know you've got some help back there. Yeah, we have an awesome team that's contributed to Grateful over the past year in particular. Um, so I launched an, an, a minimum viable product two years ago and got early user feedback on it. And uh, initially it started out as an app for individual giving and then kind of evolved into the business space and working with more businesses to use it with their employees and, and customers, as I mentioned. But it also, as that continued to grow, there's a couple sides to what we do. You know, we build the technology, we talk with businesses, we help them onboard it. We also talk with nonprofits, right? Because we're trying to support great local nonprofits all across the country. And there are, I could go on on about this too, but there are many, many, like thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of awesome local charities that are just doing incredibly impactful work in all sorts of different areas in every city across our country as well. And I'm, you know, we're a U.S. focused operation. We'd love to grow internationally in the future as well. And certainly there are many U.S. charities that do work overseas and not even overseas, just internationally in other countries. Um, but we have a lot of conversations with them as well. But it got to the point early on where I was talking, I was building technology, talking to businesses, talking to users, talking to charities as well. It's like, okay, there's really not enough time in the day to be doing all these things. So I started to look for team members uh, to contribute to this as well. And initially I thought, let's let's find some team members that are willing to contribute to this as a side hustle. That was my strategy a year ago. Um, the business wasn't big enough yet to hire a bunch of full-time employees. But I thought, you know, there might be some people that would care about contributing to this to earn equity in a startup while contributing to this as a side project around their full-time jobs. I wrote a little post about it and put it on my personal LinkedIn feed, just saying, you know, here's what I'm working on. Would anybody be interested in helping to contribute to this? And again, speaking of experiments, I was like, is anybody going to respond to this? Is anyone going to care about this? I was like, you know, if I get two or three or four people that are interested in this, that would be successful from a LinkedIn post, right? Uh, I actually had about 30 people respond to it and say, yeah, I'd like to help with this, which which was awesome. And just, again, blew me away with the amount of interest and support in it as well. Uh, so I ended up having a lot of conversations. This was in, honestly, this was in the early days of the pandemic too, right? So we were all kind of in this moment of big transition, everybody moving to working from home, no one really knowing where everything was going to go. Um, and to have that a level of support and response from people in those early days at that particular time frame was really awesome as well. But um, not all the 30 people ended up joining the team right away, but a good number of them did. Uh, and then I went out and recruited for some others to fill some gaps for some particular skill sets we need, but needed at the time, but ended up building a team of about 25 people that included technology developers, so software engineers, uh, marketers, uh, people to talk with and work with nonprofits and also people to do sales to businesses as well, put together an awesome group of people with that, all of whom have come into the business as co-founders and have contributed their time in return for equity stakes in the business as well. Uh, and they've just done an awesome job. I mean, it's really accelerated all the work that we're doing over the past year as well. And that team continues to evolve. You know, some people have had life changes or job changes where they've had to kind of step out of their roles with Grateful. And then we've had other pe new people that have joined the team as we've gone on. Um, but it's really been an awesome 
amazing group of uh, skill sets and frankly, geographic diversity as well. Well, I'm based in Des Moines and there've been a couple other people in Iowa. We've also had people in uh, locations all over the country, California, Arizona, Colorado, Texas, uh, Florida, South Carolina, uh, Massachusetts, Vermont. Um, I'm missing a few, Illinois. I mean, there's a few others I'm probably missing here as I go through the list as well, but literally people all over the country with a really diverse set of backgrounds that have come in and helped to build Grateful into what it is today, which has been awesome to see as well. That's awesome. It's, it's cool that, um, you know, there's so many people out there eager to help in, in a project like this, that's, you know, not just, um, you know, about the money, but more mission driven with, you know, making a difference and in, in supporting these nonprofits that, that need help. Like, I, I think it's, it's incredible that, that the market's out there for it, you know? Yeah, it's really reaffirming and it really brings out the good in people when you, there's just so many incredible people that care. You know, there's people that work full time in nonprofits, millions of them, which do amazing work. Uh, there's a lot of other people in other professions and other businesses that they care deeply and they already do things, right? They donate, they volunteer, they do lots of things, but it's been really amazing to see the ones that are willing to jump in to help grow a venture like Grateful as well, which is awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago that um, you are nationwide at this point. Cause, cause I did read a, an article online. Uh, was it clay and milk that, um, which is, which I thought was cool that they featured you. I didn't know there was a, a publication out there like that. Just, just for, yeah. you know, Des Moines tech startups. But, um, I saw that, you know, you guys were playing the role nationwide and you said that you guys are nationwide now. We are, yes. So we changed our name in January uh, to Grateful. At the same time, we also started marketing to nonprofits nationwide. So, you know, ultimately our app helps to match people and businesses that are willing to give uh, with great local nonprofits that need additional help. And we do that through the Grateful cards that I mentioned, which are a way for businesses to give with their employees and customers. But ultimately, we're helping to match, make those connections and support great local nonprofits. So in January of this year, we started reaching out to nonprofits nationwide. Uh, the way that we do our work is we actually uh, purchased a copy of the IRS database. So the IRS publishes a database of all U.S. 501c3s, right? Like if you're a nonprofit, that's public information in the U.S. Uh, and so that's a starting point. You know, the list is not super complete in the sense that, it, you know, it tells us an organization's name and where they're located uh, and their tax ID and some other basic info, but it doesn't get into a, like a ton of detail. Uh, we then take that list and we enrich it. Uh, we have a web, web crawler that looks at nonprofit websites and their Facebook pages. Again, publicly available information that nonprofits are already putting out there about their own work. And of course there are, you know, there are nonprofits that are out there that exist legally that aren't actually active as well. So we're trying to filter out, um, you can give to any US 501c3 and grateful. We're really trying to figure out like who's doing a lot of great work that we can help to highlight and suggest to people that are willing to give as well. Uh, and then we reach out to nonprofits. We send them emails and explain what Grateful is. There is no cost for nonprofits to participate in Grateful or to receive donations through Grateful. Um, so it's really easy for them to get on board. We reach out to them and say, here's some info we found about your group based on what's publicly available. A lot of times the information is correct, but sometimes it's a little bit out of date. It could be a year or two behind if a group has changed their name or changed their address or doing new things. So we'd like them to validate it. But we also really love it if they can go in and tell us more about their work. Uh, and oftentimes that means them providing photos or videos of their activities or whatever is appropriate, depending on what the group does. And also providing more descriptive information about if a donor gives to your nonprofit, uh, what does the money actually go towards? How is it going to be used? What are you supporting as a donor? 
And so we reach out to nonprofits and we ask them to provide that info. It takes about five minutes of their time to do that. Uh, there's no cost on their end. And um, we uh, ask them, we give them a link where they can go and edit that information. And we've had just tons and tons of groups do that, but that's an ongoing thing. Uh, we do that at, we do that every week and we meet with new, new nonprofits every week as well. But we've got over one and a half million 501c3s in our database as a whole. And we have groups going in and updating and adding more information about their work every single week. I will, sorry, I'm being a little long-winded on this point, but I will tell you, you know, I haven't met with every group. Obviously, there's too many of them, but I certainly have had hundreds of nonprofit conversations in the past couple of years. There are just so many amazing organizations just doing incredibly impactful things across our country. That's really what drives me and a lot of the grateful team. The more we can do to really help those groups do more of their work and touch more people, like that's just amazing as a whole as well. Yeah, 100%. I, I love that it's such a purpose-driven uh, organization. I mean, it's it's inspiring, man. Um, Thank you. So, with um, the nonprofits, like, did you you pull the list from the IRS and basically put them all on your platform, or they have to go in and sign up? Uh, any so any US five hundred one c three is eligible to receive donations through us. Uh, on the back end of this, we work with a community foundation that has a charitable giving fund that actually processes the donations and sends them. So I mean, a charitable giving fund is able to send a donation to any 501c3 uh, under US tax laws. Um, so that's how we manage it. Nonprofits can choose to opt out. Uh, you know, occasionally we run into groups that either are no longer in operation. You know, unfortunately, there's probably even a higher incidence rate of that right now just because of the impact of the pandemic, right? Like many groups, unfortunately, didn't actually survive the pandemic, um, which is a real bummer. Uh, and then also there are some 501c3s that are not seeking outside donations. You know, under tax laws, they can accept them, but they're not really out there promoting or looking for that. So like an example would be a, a corporate foundation that's, you know, funded primarily by a corporation, for example. Like they're not really out there soliciting donations from other donors, right? So of course we give um, nonprofits the ability to opt out of Grateful if they would like to. It's low, you know, probably one out of every 1,000 nonprofits that we run into chooses to opt out. So it's not like a super high rate, but, you know, they're in control of that. We always, we don't want to send donations to a group that doesn't actually need or want them, of course. So we make that very clear that they can opt out just by letting us know that they're not the type of group that wants to receive donor dollars, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, all right. So basically they're in there by default, but they can opt out, but they can also go yeah. in and update more information and stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. And they are, they're in control of their data and whether they're included or not, for sure. Awesome. I had to, I had to reiterate to make sure I got that straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. So um, talk to me about what the next six to 12 months looks like for Grateful. Like where are you guys going with this? Yeah, we're just really excited to continue to grow. So where we're at right now is we're working with nonprofits across the country. We're working with businesses across the country that are using Grateful with employees, with customers. But we're continuing to look for more early adopters, uh, which are you know our early group of customers, um, to give us more feedback on the platform and to tell us what else they would like to see in it. Longer term, there are lots of ways to give and support nonprofits. Uh, there's giving money. There's also giving time. It could be volunteer time, unskilled and skilled volunteer time. Uh, in addition, some businesses will choose to give in-kind goods and services as well. We'd like to build additional features for helping to match those things into our platform, right? So if you're a business that's willing to 
give whatever it is, you know, um, marketing services, technology services, certain kind of products you produce or other things. We'd love to have Grateful be a platform where you could go in and find local nonprofits that have needs for those types of things. Uh, if you're willing to give volunteer time, let's say you're organizing a volunteer day for your employees, or if you're a type of business that, you know, gives each of your employees a certain number of volunteer hours they can do every year, we'd love to be able to also show in our platform what nonprofits are looking for volunteer time and what kind of volunteer work they're looking for. We don't have some of those pieces built out yet. We're just focused on the grateful cards and the financial giving right now, but our longer term vision is to truly be a platform for good. And we want to build in those additional types of giving, but we're looking for early adopters to that are interested in those things and who want to give input and are excited about the chance their input can shape the future of a platform like this as well. So if that sounds, you know, attractive to somebody to say, Hey, yeah, you know, this is something new. I like new things and I'd love to see this platform evolve based on my ideas or feedback that I'm willing to share. Then yeah, we're looking for you. That's the type of person we'd love to have engaged as a customer using grateful as well, if that makes sense. So that, that's really our biggest goal, acquiring more early adopters. I think there's also, um, there's some really exciting opportunities as companies explore how to build giving into their brand and their culture and who they are, right? There's so many people in our country that are passionate about supporting local nonprofits that when you start to talk about that as part of your culture, you attract employees that believe in that, you attract customers that believe in that. And I think there's a lot more that can be done in the, you know, the cause marketing space and talking with businesses about how they bake that into their own marketing and their own identity. And again, I go back to the example of what Amazon does with Amazon Smile. You know, that's a great program for them that helps many, many nonprofits, but it also helps Amazon continue to grow. Well, Grateful offers some tools to let businesses do that, no matter what your size, whether you're a, you know, a B2B or a B2C, no matter what types of services, products you offer, you don't have to be a billion dollar company. You could be three or five employees and still offer those same types of things with the tools we're offering, but helping the companies to figure out how to bake that into their own identity and to grow that as part of their presence. Uh, that's a big part of our goal to continue to expand that over the next six and 12 months and beyond as well. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like, you know, as we were kind of talking about before we, we, hit the record button here like um i don't i don't i i think that the the giving aspect and in, in the uh you know more community focused i guess aspect of um businesses is overlooked a lot and i think there's a huge opportunity there for some people to step in and and show that you know they, they really give a shit right yeah like absolutely. i mean yeah. to your point like you 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 put that out there and you show that you're, you're purpose driven and, and you care about the community. You're going to attract a lot of like-minded people to, to work for you. And that just, you know, perpetuates the whole thing and just makes the whole world a better place. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, when it gets into like entrepreneurship, right. You know, I'm a multi multi-time entrepreneur. I've started a couple prior companies before starting grateful. Why, why do people start businesses? Like when you fundamentally dig into the why on why people do this, you know, certainly some people start businesses because they just, they want to make as much money as possible, right? Like the profit motive is there in some businesses, but it's actually in most business owners and business founders, a core driver or the core driver, you know, is a desire to help others, desire to make a difference, a desire to fill a need that they don't think is being filled the right way. And that desire to make a difference um, really plays into this. You know, I, I, one of the early, a business owner I know uh, in the Des Moines area, I remember was one of the first people I showed grateful to back in the day and asked for feedback on, I remember him telling me, you know, Matt, most people that start businesses, like they, they have big hearts. You'll be surprised how many big hearts there are out there as you talk about this. 
But there are some generational differences on this too, right? You know, in the traditional, maybe older generational model, like people give, business owners give, but they do it kind of quietly and below the radar um, just because that's what their values are. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, those people that do that make a tremendous difference too. But I think when you get into kind of the generational shift and the technology shift that's happening in our country, people are a little more transparent about these things. They're a little more open about it. They want to see businesses talking about these things. They want to understand what your values are and what your motives are. Like, am I just, you know, as a business offering services, am I just trying to make a buck off you as my customer or do I really deeply care? Uh, and showing how you care, engaging your customers and engaging your people in it. Like that's the right way to really build a powerful brand that can accelerate your growth and success over time. So it's win-win. You help, you do more to help others, but you also help grow your own business when you're willing to really bake that stuff into your identity and talk about it in a bit more of a public way, if that makes sense. I think that's what people expect in today's world, uh, honestly. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a, it's a, a long-term thing. You know, you're, you're investing in the community. Absolutely. Yes. So I got one more question for you and then we, then we can wrap up. I want to be respectful of your time, but um, what's the, the most, um, what, what's the most impactful, I guess, thing you've learned during this, this two-year journey of Grateful so far? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, the thing that's touched my heart the most has just been, again, seeing how many awesome nonprofits there are out there just doing amazing work across the country. Uh, you know, one of my early conversations was with a, um, a, a woman who runs a food pantry that happens to be located physically near where we live, um, although there are thousands of examples of this all over the country as well. But, you know, started an operation with a small food pantry to help people that had hunger needs with their families, but was able to identify other things that they needed help with and expanded on that to build, um, honestly, a free medical practice, a clinic that's associated with the food pantry where families can come in if they need medical help, if they're uninsured and they can't afford traditional doctors, where they have doctors that come in and volunteer to work in this clinic where they're able to open it up and support people that couldn't afford the help otherwise. Uh, and getting a chance to visit their facility and see the work they're doing, like that was impactful to me personally, because that was something you don't see in the news and you don't like read a lot about, like that's not getting a ton of press, but you go in and see the facility and hear the stories of who they're helping and what they're doing. It's like, this, this is amazing work. You know, businesses go out and grow big things to make millions of dollars, which is great too. That's impactful. But, you know, this is a, a quiet operation that's not in it just to make a profit, that is in it to really touch people's lives and help people that need help. And just from a, you know, again, touching a heart, it was like seeing that example of what can be built and how it helps others. And then also realizing like there's thousands or tens of thousands of examples of that, oftentimes under the radar, but all over the country, you know, that, that really drives me and has made a personal impact on my desire to help others and what we're trying to accomplish with grateful to kind of drive more of those stories and to help people really doing that frontline work to help others all across our, our country and frankly, our world, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That, that's incredible. I love that. So Matt, where can uh, people go to learn more about grateful and, and more importantly, get involved? Yeah, great question. So our website is begrateful.org, B-E-grateful.org. Uh, please check us out. 
if you look for us uh, in the app stores as well, the Apple App Store and uh, Google Play, uh, search for a grateful app for giving is the right way to actually find grateful app for giving. There are some other grateful apps, not for charitable giving, but for gratitude journaling. Like if you want to keep a journal on your thoughts about gratitude, which is awesome as well, but to look for us, search specifically for grateful app for giving or go to our website at begrateful.org. Uh, there's links on our website to try the app, to download the app, to contact us. And if you happen to listen to this in the future and you're a nonprofit that'd like to be listed or a business that would like to learn more or an individual that'd like to contribute grateful, you know, we're looking to build momentum in all those areas as we continue to grow and love to connect with folks that, uh, that this resonates with that care that would like to learn more. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, appear here today as well. Thank you. Uh, and for listening to my long-winded answer to your questions, long-winded answers to your questions, but um, always love to share the story and connect with more folks around this. Thank you. Beautiful. Man, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you.